You're listening to the Crystal Clarity Podcast. You know, sometimes letting go or releasing or a gentle release just isn't enough. Sometimes we need to actually purge, like have a big exodus of energy, leave our body or leave our space or leave our spirit or leave our child, you know, and the things that we want to protect. And this episode is all about that. It's all about this incredibly potent stone, orpiment, and how we can create grids around our home and land and treatment layouts on the body and even little grids on pieces of paper to create that purge that we often need. And we often need a purge when it's something that's really intense energy that we're dealing with. Uh, and, and, and some really tangled knots of some really hard things. So this episode is all about burning those things away with arsenic trisulfide orpiment. I'll see you in it. Well, hello and welcome back to the Crystal Clarity Podcast. It's nice to see you again. I am Sarah Thomas. For those of you who haven't seen any kind of introduction of me, my name is Sarah and I am a healer and an acupuncturist. And I've been doing healing and acupuncture with crystals and stones um, for 20 years now. And I have seen a lot. I've seen it all. And I use needles and I also use crystals and stones quite a bit. So when I talk and teach about crystals and stones and share my experiences, it's coming from <clears throat> a field of experience of really sitting with people, um, working deep into holistic Chinese medicine and working with stones and crystals to move energy and chi on the body. And for those of you who are acupuncturists or healers, um, energy healers, metaphysical healing, you know, any, any healing that acknowledges the spiritual attributes of the person that is truly holistic, that, that brings everything into the picture and kind of weighs everything about the person's life. Those of you who are here that do that or are training to do that, or just respect that from the outside, you're going to get this. Um, what I'm about to say is that when I was trained as an acupuncturist from the, from the very beginning, I was trained as a spiritual soul level acupuncturist where we're not as interested in chasing around physical symptoms as we are getting to the roots of disease. And we always see the roots of disease as spiritual in origin. You know, there's some kind of deeper connection and I mean, deep, right? So we talk about past lives. We talk about karmas. We talk about ancestry. We talk about the programming that we take on. We talk in a soul level language, like we're everything that is going on in our lives from not just who we are now in this lifetime, but to a huge perspective of who we are is taken into account. And when we, we work to find these deep, deep, deep threads. And sometimes if you cut a thread at a really deep level, it's like everything in their life absolutely changes on a quantum level, not just what's happening in their body, but what they're attracting in their life, you know, what they're experiencing in their life, the way their soul is able to evolve or achieve what it came here to achieve. So 
doing healing work like this, where we're seeking the spiritual origins of disease, it means that when somebody comes to see us, we have to be willing to take on whatever they bring to the table, you know, and we become doctors, therapists, and priests to everybody that we see, you know, because there's nothing that lies outside the scope of the medicine of, of the medicine when it's true holistic healing. And so when you become, and I know you energy workers and healers, and those of you that just heal and, and, and do the work in this way, you're just totally getting it right now that there is, uh, if you're going to be the doctor, therapist, and priest to everybody that you see, it means that, um, you're going to be taking on some big things and you're going to be seeing some big things. You're going to be seeing some big things that you allow that space that, um, can be pretty supernatural, extraordinary. I've seen so many wild, amazing things take place. And honestly, the more wild, what I see takes place, it's almost like the bigger healing there is. So I've seen all kinds of, you know, ghosts, entities, possessions, uh, really interesting things with ancestors coming into the room or into the space. And, uh, you know, it goes on and on. So it goes on and on what, you know, what, what, whatever you think I have seen, I've probably seen more. And I wanted to start today's episode like that, like that, because we are going to be talking about an extremely powerful soul level stone today, orpiment, and talking about some pretty big issues, like people having ghosts and like ghosts in their body, which is the baggage that we hold on to, or ghosts in our spirit. It's like the things that linger, the things that are already dead that we're not willing to let go, even though they're already dead. And also physical ghosts, like hauntings in spaces and places. Um, and we're going to be talking about also when we come up to such big things in our life that the word releasing or the words letting go, just don't cut it. We actually need to purge and purging is, is like, whoa, it's, it's, we've got to get this all out of us and it can be very intense and it can be very acute. And, you know, I just, I was in a ceremony once where, um, we were all sitting in circle and the, the point of the ceremony is that we're all there to kind of heal each other. You know, it's like, we're all there together and one person comes up at a time and we see what comes up with them. And then we're all in the room for a reason. Basically, it's almost like we all have a, a, a piece of the story. And in one ceremony, um, one woman got up and she started talking about something that was really hard and deep for her to talk about, which is that there was um, one of her kids was being pretty haunted at night, terrible dreams, um, talking about like the man that would come in the window and um, the man that he could see in the backyard and it's scary, you know, and the mom and the child were really dealing with that, like alone, almost, you know, they had the rest of their family, but it was like, they were these two little warriors, like dealing with that nighttime energy by themselves. And it went on for a couple of years and nobody slept in their family. And, um, she ended up bringing that up in the ceremony. And the moment that she mentioned that there was this ghost in their backyard, essentially, everybody in that room started purging. I think all of us started throwing up and I am not a thrower upper. I am not. And I purged so much and we were all clearing the intensity of that energy of that spirit. 
And so purging is, it's something that needs to happen when, when there's pretty intense energies going on, sometimes scary energies going on, sometimes thick blocked energies going on. Um, and when we all purged, there was a great change. Just bringing it out in the open was a big change, but then all of us feeling that energy so strongly that we had to purge and like all let it go was a big change for her and her family. And sometimes though, you know, talking about it just isn't enough, you know, talking about things and getting them up can be a release and a clearing, but it's not enough. There has to be some kind of major movement and major purge and release. Um, I also had a, an instance where somebody in a family suffered a really tragic loss and they were not only dealing with this like incredibly deep, like, cause it was a trauma, it was a traumatic loss and they were dealing with the trauma of what happened because it was all too much to process. And they were also dealing with this incredible grief, like missing this person that they lost every single day deep, deep grief. And on top of that, there was a terror that it was going to happen to them. And that's a lot, you know, when there's terror, trauma and grief all going on. And that is a lot. And it, and it just started to, to wear on their life force. And it was something that was like a knotted hairball of dense energy that we couldn't just let it go. And we couldn't just be like, let's release or let's like kind of gently release. This was this kind of thing where, and, and talking about it wasn't enough. It helped a little bit, but it wasn't enough. It's the kind of thing where this being needed really help purging and help having a deep purification. So uh, this stone orpiment is the perfect stone for this kind of work. And let's talk about it now. Another really brief story that I want to tell you about Orpiment is that one of my, well, somebody that I respect very much, who's a very talented seer, and you know how I love my mentors and teachers, I'm obsessed with them, and there are, I just, there's nothing more special than being gifted, you know, someone's knowledge and someone's presence and helping you grow, and one of my most beautiful mentors that I've ever had, so I just respect so much, and we were doing this work where we would you know, give ourselves a healing by drawing a picture of ourselves and then doing a, what is what I was calling a heart guided frequency layout, a heart guided frequency layout. So it's kind of saying like an intuitive vibrational layout or an intuitive vibrational treatment on the picture of ourselves. So we would just draw the picture of ourselves and then intuitively be like, okay, what, what stones want to come onto this picture and how do they want to come onto the picture and just let it be absolutely intuitive, you know, leave the knowledge out and just let it be intuitive between you and the stones, what wants to come on to the picture for your treatment. And the first thing that really came up for her and it was almost like the only thing and the primary thing and the guiding thing was orpiment. And she took her heart guided frequency layout and put it underneath her bed and put orpiment on it and started to clear and purge and purify some things that had been attached to her for a very long time. And it was very, very potent work for her. She would go underneath the bed every once in a while and just kind of tweak the stones and tweak the layout um, and work with the orpiment elixir a little bit too. And I'll talk about that a little bit today too, but to put those drops, those potent drops on 
on the page to keep clearing what was going on. And not only was it clearing her, it was starting to clear her whole house. And, you know, uh, I think we both learned a lot about Orpiment through that process with her, about her having that as her primary stone, just intuitively, it just is what kept coming up. And then it guided her and it taught us both about clearing and purification and purging when it's, when it's intense. And, and for those of you that do do healing with other people or do shamanic healing or do energy work, I keep saying all these different things, but these, these people that, and, and maybe you receive treatment like this or, or you're one of them that give it, but you may have a healer that, you know, that will like go toe to toe with your demons with you, you know, will stand in the fire with you and whatever you bring up, they're right there with you. Um, yeah, wrestling your demons with you. And it's, I mean, there's nothing more, there's just, I don't know, there's nothing more bonding and wonderful than than someone being willing to stand toe-to-toe with your demons with you and go into those fires with you and to have the courage and the love and the digestive fire, you know, and what I mean by this, the fire to transmute and alchemically change through their own form and being those, um, those things that we all dance with and wrestle with sometimes, you know, like the darkest, hardest things in our lives. So this is a stone for you. If you do that kind of work, this can be an incredible ally for you. Orpiment can be a very important ally for you. If you, if you are someone who does go there with people, um, and, and, and you know who you are, because you attract <laughs> these people and they come to you and people come to you with deep need for help, you know, and we've always, we've all been there. So I've, I've been there too. And, but those of you who know that people bring me pretty intense things, I want you to think about Orpiment being potentially one of like your 12 major ally stones, or, you know, if you had a belt that could only fit seven stones or 12 stones, maybe Orpiment would be one of those stones because here we go. I'm going to hold my Orpiment up in the in the picture for the first time, for those of you that are just listening, I'm holding my giant Orpiment ally up and it looks just like a big yellow, gold, red boulder right now. And I dressed the part today. I wore this shirt so I could look and feel like the Orpiment. So this is my Orpiment and this Orpiment, um, interestingly in my treatment room, you know, there's hundreds of stones in my treatment room in dressers and drawers on top of things everywhere. There's hundreds of stones and they're all worked with to put on the body and to bring into the treatment, put under the table, on the table, on the person. And interestingly, this is one of just probably four or five stones that I have that only would sit and it sits on this perch. It has its own little perch and would sit and kind of observe, watch over, be more of like a feng shui piece. And what I mean by that is a vibrational piece where it's like its energy is broadcasting over the entire room. And that is always what this wanted to do. It wanted to broadcast over the entire room to purify, purge, alchemically transform everything that's going on in the space. So Orpiment is just also just an incredible feng shui placement stone for keeping things clear and alchemized. And it's a potent stone. So that was this guy's role this whole time was to sit and watch over everything. And when I you know, I didn't choose that through my head. I didn't say, well, I want the Orpiment to watch over the whole room. I just listened to the stones and I put them intuitively where they want to be. And when you do that, when you allow yourself to kind of be their student, they will get really bossy with you. Actually, they're very chatty. 
sometimes even bossy. We make fun of them because they're so bossy and they're like, put me there, do this, do that. So I just listen and, and, and really try to stay oriented to being in service to them, you know, in service to something bigger that's coming through and, and letting my agenda take a back seat and just be in service to what is, is coming through. And so this orbit taught me a lot by wanting to be in that place and wanting to broadcast over the whole room about transformation. I can see you putting an orpiment under a treatment table too, or in a place, we'll talk more about placements in homes actually as well. So a little bit about this incredible orpiment stone, you know, um, this is one of the most alchemical stones in all of Chinese medicine history of talking about stones and all kind of mineral medicine. I mean, they're really, it's in the top five of most alchemical stones that the earth has ever created. Orpiment is no joke. It is the king cobra of stones, the queen cobra of stones. It is potent. It is badass. You have a really potent stone here. Never, ever, ever make a orpiment elixir or ingest it directly. Some of you might not even want to touch it directly. You might want to have it in some kind of silk cloth or hemp organic cloth or um, you know, hold it in some kind of little baggie or something. Some people might not even want to touch it. Very few people have sulfur allergies actually. So they really shouldn't touch it at all, but just handle it with care, never ingest it, never put it into water. I mean, back in the day, the stone was, uh, it's such a soft stone. It only has a two hardness. So it's very soft and it would be broken down and pulverized and put into baths and used as a pigment and used as a powder and used in healing and ingested. And they learned that it was toxic and it's a arsenic sulfur stone. It's actually an arsenic trisulfide. And both of those elements are intense and can be toxic for certain people at certain times. And, you know, when there's some level of toxicity, and I use that word with care because it's really potency. And when we get into vibrational medicine, it's all quantum. So it's about your relationship with it more than just what it is by itself. It becomes all about the relationship. But when there's this level of potency in a stone, um, it's something that we want to be very careful, just be very careful and aware how we work with it and use it. So this kind of potency also creates incredible transformation. It can transform rooms. It can transform other stones. It can transform people. And we're looking at the ornaments today specifically to think about uh, like purging. Yeah. When you need more than just a healing or release, when you need to just be like, like a major action of clearing and release. So let's talk for a little bit about, I'm going to share with you a couple ways to use this. And I just want to talk for a second more about ghosts and uh, working this with this vibrationally, if you feel like you have some kind of like haunting or dark energy or just stagnant energy or dense energy, or there's been a lot of energy left in a room, even if it's just kind of like an argument was left in a room or, or something really dense and heavy was left in a room, you can actually just place the orpiment in the room and, or you can place it in the yard and find a placement for it in the yard. There's a resonance with orpiment with being in the back right corner of a yard or a space or home, the back right corner. So whatever the entryway is, if you put it in the back right corner or whatever the entryway is, there's some resonance because there's fire energy in the back right corner. 
There's also resonance with putting this stone in the center of a space, the center of a yard or the center of the room or the center of the treatment table or under the healing table. Um, because in the center, there is kind of an, an earth resonance and this stone has a fire and earth resonance. So you'll catch some nice energy in the back right corner and or in the center of places. And one of the things that I love to do with sulfur is, I'm sorry, orpiment is uh, it, it, I love working with it with quartz. It's my favorite combination with it. And you can get all these little quartz crystals and kind of put them like babies on the mama and have them all around this orpiment and ask the quartz crystals to capture the vibration of the orpiment and, and sponge up the vibration of the orpiment. So quartz is a total sponge. It's going to know exactly what to do. Just ask it if it will kind of become the orpiment and it, and the orpiment's inner vibrational essence will transfer into the quartz. And then the quartz will actually become orpiment vibrationally. And then you have all these little pieces of quartz that are vibrationally orpiment. And you can place those around the room, like all these little baby orpiments in the form of quartz all around the room or around the yard. Or the simplest thing to do, honestly, is to just go to the four corners of a property or the four directions of a space. You really can just use four and grid those things together, just meaning with your intention, just let them know that they're all working together with this one purpose, the orpiment and the quartz, or just they can be all four just quartz, which have vibrationally captured the orpiment. And you can just put those four out and let that be a strong alchemical purification grid for the space. Um, let that be something that helps the space to purge. And I just want to throw in there that if, if something really hard has happened in a space, like a, a trauma, a tragedy, uh, a horrible event, you, uh, you know that other rocks and crystals and stones and other nature beings too can absorb the energy of the shock and the trauma and the tragedy or the horror and the terror of what happened there, especially soil, minerals and soil. And this can be such a beautiful purge because stones resonate with stones. So when you bring stones out to treat soil and rocks and other stones, you can actually do some beautiful uh, release out of the land, like let the land purify from what it had been holding and what had been taking place there. Uh, another thing that you can do, you all, is do the heart-guided frequency layouts where you have a picture or drawing of yourself and you can take the little quartz capture orpiments where you have the orpiment and then you capture the energy of the orpiment and all these little quartzes and you can place those quartz on the little picture of yourself to clear, purge, really release a big energy out of your body. And uh, you can keep that under your bed. You can keep it under the treatment table. You can keep it in a, in a sacred space in your home. Um, this isn't the kind of stone that you really say, well, I'm just going to do this for the whole next year. It's more of an event. Like let's do this just for the next three days or into it or the next seven days, or maybe the next 21 days, just like, or just go until you get the purge and the purge might be a giant cry. The purge might be uh, a giant poop um, and see if you get to a place where you actually get the purge. You may just feel like a giant release of energy or all of these yawns come up or an incredible set of dreams or feel like something's really left your body. 
So you can use also the, the picture of yourself and orpiment does like to work in the diamond shape. So if you know you have a great blockage at your throat, for example, you could put the shape of a diamond on the picture, or if you're doing actual crystal healing on the person, and you can put a diamond around the throat to purge the throat chakra or let the throat chakra release, you could put a diamond shape around the solar plexus to let that purge and release. You can kind of use the chakras as a place to purge out energy from by making just a diamond shape. So that's just having four orpiments or four quartz that have captured the orpiment and having that in a diamond shape around the area that you want to purge out. Um, the belly button is a good place to, to experiment, maybe like purging energy out from the belly button too. There's kind of parasites, worms, that energy of things that attach to us can get kind of clustered around the belly button too. Cause it's, it's a place of power for us. You know, it's the first place we ever received anything. And so it's a good place to energetically clear, just tune in and, and intuitively feel like which one you might know exactly what you need to be purified as well or purged, you know, the orpiment has a hardness of about two, which I just mentioned. So it's very soft. And I just want to let you know too, that when a stone's really soft, it means it's going to be quite accessible. Like the, you'll feel the energy it's, it's accessible. Like, whoa, I felt that treatment. Um, and it, yeah, it's like, it's straightforward. It can be very literal. It can be very practical. It can be very like, we're doing this now. This is what we're doing. It's A plus B equals C. This is what we're doing. You know, like logical almost. Um, yeah, practical, linear. It can just, you know, be something that's like, yeah, I'm going to spend the whole day working in the yard, like building this thing, rather than I'm going to spend the whole day in a shamanic journey with my soul, deciphering like the poems inside me. It's more like soft stones can be more like I am just literally coming in to do this. It's very simple. It's very straightforward. It's very accessible. It's, it's, it's kind of linear and hands-on. I like to use the word, um, yeah, practical. Uh, it's a, uh, it's um, literal. Yeah. It just can be very literal. Like this, this orpiment is like, I know who I am. I know what I'm coming in to do. Like, let's just literally do it. So that's something that has to do with soft stones these soft stones can be just like right in your face. Let's just do it. Um, and also the soft stone, like I, I see around my orbit right now, there's all kind of little dust and particles and everything falling off it. I mean, it's so soft that you'll have like dust and powders kind of falling off it too. So you just want to be careful with that. And also beyond this being soft, the stone is also it has a monoclinic crystal system or monoclinic crystal structure. And there's the seven main categories of crystal structures and the monoclinic crystal structure is, you know, when you break down the shape and you look at it, it looks like something running. It looks like something in action. I mean, it looks like something like a firework going off. Like there is movement in it, which is very much like purge, right? It's like, it's, it's the, the, it's the, practicalness. It's the literalness. It's like purge is just like the, yeah, just throw it up. Right. And then that monoclinic crystal structure that's, it's very moving. It, I mean, the mood, yeah, it looks like somebody's just running. 
it's that's transformational. That's movement. It's like, there's going to be just movement, which is very much like a purge. So know that also that monoclinic crystal structure is it, it's also has the element fire and the element earth. The strongest in it is element fire and element earth. So it's not just the color, right? Earth, yellow, reds, golds, fire, earth, and fire. It's not just that. It's also that monoclinic crystal structure is also fire and earth, and it has metal in it too. And all of those things are very purifying. You know, fire is very purifying. It's like we can purge. Metal is very refining. Like let's get out everything that's not necessary and just refine down to the essence. So that's all really kind of connected with purging as well and really clearing some big energy. So let's see what else I wanted to say to you. Gosh, I wrote down here, I wrote down here, I took a few notes and it said, if you feel like you're just like this animal or this person or this thing or this land just needs like the devil burned out of them, you know, like, like scare the devil out of them, like burn the devil out of them, like burn the density out of them. Like if somebody's getting eaten alive almost by dark energy and you just need to kind of burn the devil out of them, that's when you want to think of orpiment. And I hesitate, I'm laughing and I hesitate to say that because when I say things like this, I get a lot of funny comments, interesting things. Anytime I say devils or demons, I get a lot of comments from, yeah, some very traditional Christian um, points of view and Yes. If you have those points of view, just no, I, I'm not just talking about like a literal Christian devil or a literal Christian demon. I'm talking about like the things that we wrestle with, you know, our own demons are the things that we run from the things that scare us, the things that are intense. And that's more what I'm talking about. But if you have someone that you feel like, I feel like they're just getting taken down by this energy. Like they're getting black circles under their eyes. Like something is taking them down. Something's like feeding off of them. You want to work with orpiment. Sadly, you know, I have a lot of kids coming to mind when I talk about this right now, which is kind of sad because, um, these beautiful kids that are coming in are sometimes getting messed with. So, but orpiment's like a fever, you know, it's like we get a fever and we clear off all of the stuff, karma program, baggaging, things from past lives, like past life illnesses, past life regrets. And that's why it's so good to let kids get sick and burn things off. Cause they have a lot, they just, they don't want to walk through this lifetime with it and they're, they're going to burn it off. And that's what orpiment's like. It's like, just give me the fever that just like takes me through it and burns it off. So it's extremely alchemical stone, extremely potent, truly one of the most potent stones in the world. I'm going to say it again, never make an elixir of this and ingest arsenic or ingest sulfur. Just you can make all indirect methods where you can capture the essence of the orpiment with a piece of quartz. And there are ways to do this. Go to upperclarity.com to take a free class from me on making absolutely safe elixirs with even very toxic stones. Um, yeah, don't just start putting this in water. So, you know, the, one of the things also I'll mention, just, I feel like I got the point across. I feel like I'm getting the point across. So I'm going to bring it to a close and there's myriad things that you can do with a stone, but 
I'm going to, I feel like I gave you a good smattering. I want to bring it to a close to say that one interesting thing about orpiment is it's actually an indicator mineral for gold. And when people find orpiment, they know that gold is in the area in some cases. Now, mother earth teaches us these things. And what that tells me is first of all, there's a relationship between orpiment and gold. And second of all, that once you use the orpiment, the next step in the path might include gold. Okay. So if you think about like, I've purged now I need to do this resonance or now fill something in, or just follow the string that the path may lead to gold. And orpiment is also mother earth's combinations include barite, which makes absolute sense. If you know, barite and pyrite is a connective stone with this. Also calcite is another great connective stone with it and, um, realgar. So my favorite is quartz for the combinations. But if any of those really stood out to you, when I said it, that's, those are mother earth's combinations with orpiment. Well, an arsenic trisulfide, gosh, common, common trace elements. I mean, could it be any more King Cobra like common trace elements inside orpiment often include germanium, highly alchemical element, mercury, highly alchemical element and antimony. Like this stone is earth's gift to us when we need fast change and big time healing and big time transformation. Wow. Goodness. Yeah, I'm going to close with this, you all. I'm going to close with this. As the sun starts to shine into my yellow, red, alchemical, orpiment-like room, uh, this can be such an ally for you. I'm going to say it again. If you are somebody who really goes there with people, who works with the spiritual and soul level origins of disease, who is willing to stand toe to toe with somebody and take on their demons with them, uh, who's willing to get in there and, and purge with them. You know, if you're a healer like that, you keep this stone around you. That's my advice. I'm going to give you unsolicited advice in this episode. Just keep this stone around you. Keep it close. And for those of you who are just feeling like you're in a place in your life where, you know, you don't need to carry this devil on your back anymore. Um, you can shake it off. It's hard to dance with a devil on your back. So shake it off. And having said that, I'm going to close today's episode on orpiment and the grids that you can create with this around the yard, around your body, around the diamonds, all the things. I'm going to close this episode with that. Listen, thank you all so much for coming. If you liked it or learned something, leave a like or a comment or something that I know that you are there and listening. And the most important thing is that, you know, the next time this comes up and you can actually help somebody with this, I hope this lights up in your mind as one of your options. So thank you all for listening. I'll see you in the next episode.